0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: Twins fall to the Braves in the Grapefruit League 9-4. It's winding down, and the countdown to opening day in Kansas City is underway And by the way, we'll have the opener in all 162 here in the home of the Twins. And we should remind you, Thursday, our pregame at 2.30, first pitch after three. There is chance rain in Kansas City, but I'm optimistic we'll get the ball game in. Weather expected to be in the mid-60s Thursday in Kansas City. And Henry Lake will be in Kansas City later in the week. And... uh, be doing his show after the season opener on Thursday night from KC. So we've got that. Loon's home tonight. They to get Vancouver. We'll have more on that later on. Uh, the Wild are home today, and we're going to have something on that right now. Dane Meeze Hutani joins us. He covers the Wild for the Pioneer Press. Dane, good to visit with you. It's been a while. I yeah, know. Good to see you, Steve. Yeah, and, you know, one of the things uh, about this Wild Club right now, no Kirill Kaprizov, but they've been able to find a way to get points. Uh, The game in New Jersey, an example, uh, they, they found a way to get a point, and as they close in on the end of the regular season, I mean, that every point now solidifies their spot. Yeah,
2: and that's a good point, Steve. I mean, you look at what the Wild have been able to do. Kirill Kaprizov has missed seven games now here with the low body injury. Went out March eighth, uh, you know, against the Winnipeg Jets. Um, weird play that how it happened. Everyone kind of remembers it by now. But uh, Logan Stanley, he's like 6'7", 240 Falls on top of him. Carroll's legs kind of turn into a pretzel, and he's been on the shelf ever since. Uh, the good news for the Wild is they've been finding ways to score goals since then. Um, you mentioned getting points. Um, yes, they've been getting points largely because they've been finding ways to score goals. Um, if you want to look at it as kind of a glass half full. Um, maybe this is, in a roundabout way, a good thing for the Wild, learning how to score goals without Kirill Kaprizov. It did seem like, um, for long stretches this season, uh, it was kind of like, let's just let Kirill do what he does. And, you know, if he scores goals, great. If he doesn't, um, you know, you saw the team kind of go through some scoring woes themselves. So they kind of had to figure it out without him. Um, Maybe that's a good thing um, heading into the playoffs here. You have 10 games now to kind of hone things in, refine your skills, and, and kind of tune it up before the playoffs get going here. Um, if they can feel confident about themselves and then add Kareil Kaprizov back into that mix, um, you know, this injury maybe wasn't the worst thing in the world for a while.
1: Yeah, and Dane, you did a story on that uh, that that was published a day ago, and he still hasn't started skating, so there's really not a timeline for his return. Is the hope that he will be back before the end of the regular season?
2: Uh, So we
1: asked Dean about that yesterday
2: um, and they don't
1: really give a ton
2: of injury updates, the wild as a whole, um, but they did give us that timeline. Um, So he got hurt on March 8th on March 9th. They gave the timeline of three to four weeks, whatever that means. Uh, To me, that meant three to four weeks. uh, Don't ask us about him for three to four weeks. Uh, and, and, And that kind of, kind of coincides with the end of the regular season. So rather than calling him day to day or week to week, the Wild put out this timeline, essentially saying you know he's he's, he's likely not going to play the rest of the way here. The hope is to get him up, you know up to speed and ready to go by playoff time. Uh, will he be ready by playoff time? Uh, I think that's what the organization is hopeful for. Um, but you know we're two and a half, three weeks away now um, from Game One of of the first round of the playoffs, and Carell still hasn't started skating. Um, the good news for the Wild fans is Carell is going to need like 10 seconds to, to feel up to par and, and then ready once he does touch ice. Um, it's not someone who needs a ton of time to ramp up. He's a world-class player. Um, you know, I think the, the, the stick skills, um, the shot will come back right away. Um, as long as he can push off, um, as long as that lower body injury heals up correctly, um, and getting Carroll's is cleared to get back on the ice, I don't think it'll take him long uh, to get going. Um, it's just a matter of when is he cleared to get back on the ice and, and i think that's a question mark that's going to be hanging over you know everyone's head for the next 10 games here um, as the wild kind of and for sure up seeding um, before the playoffs start
1: dame Zutani covers the wild for the pioneer press joining us on the john schuster coldwell banker hotline chicago in town today and Uh, Chicago's had a really tough season, a little bit more on the Blackhawks in a moment. In reality right now, the top eight are pretty much set in the NHL's Western Conference. You've got, you know, five points separating Winnipeg and Nashville. Right now Nashville on the outside looking in, Calgary six back. So, you know, the, the Wild are in really good shape. But you look ahead, and they're only a point behind... Dallas, who leads the Central Division, and Colorado is a game in hand, and they're a point behind the Wild. So, so there is still some things to be sorted out division-wise. But as far as the playoffs go, looks like we've got our final eight out west.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, the Wild are, are safe. Um, you know, I don't want to hit this thing go sideways down the stretch and how they miss. I don't want to be the reason people are pointing at, but. They're safe. They have 91 points. Um, they're 11 points clear of the, the first team below the playoff cut line, which is the Nashville Predators and the Nashville Predators are currently losing to the Seattle Kraken right now. So well, the Wild are safe. They're going to make the playoffs. Um, but you're, you're right when you talk about, and now it's all about seeding. Um, I think a month ago, Everyone was wondering, is this Wild team even going to make the playoffs? Now, a month later, in in a 14-game point streak, a franchise record 14-game point streak will will certainly help with this, Um, but now you're looking at, can they win the Central Division? Um, So, they're one point behind Dallas, Um, Colorado has a game in hand, they're two points behind Dallas. So, there's going to be some jockeying for position here over the last two, two and a half weeks of the season. Um, but if the Wild can win the Central Division, um, that's going to bode really well for them um, as far as who they play in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you're the Wild, you want to do anything in your power to avoid Colorado in the first round. Um, I think they have a chance against pretty much every other team. Um, I think the way that the team has been defending over the last three weeks, they have a puncher's chance against Colorado, but uh, I would never want to see them defending Stanley Cup champions. Um, they're really starting to find their legs. Um, so if they can find a way to avoid them, whether it's by winning the Central outright or actually Colorado winning the Central and then the Wilds kind of take their chances with Dallas, um, all of that will be sorted out here in the next two or three weeks. Um, but yeah, seeding really matters right now um, because for all intents and purposes, the they are going to make the playoffs.
1: And Dane goaltending tending's been such a big story. The way this season started, they were just blown out of the water, giving up goals. It was like this is a nightmare start to the season. And it really was. And then uh, there there was a lot of thought, you know, as Marc Andre Fleury over the hill. But Philip Gustafson's been an unbelievable story. And Marc Andre Fleury's been pretty good as of late. So it, you know, as as bad as it was early in the season, they they have completely turned it around, and now they're they're a stingy team and get really good goaltending.
2: Yeah, I think when you look at those first three games of the season, the O three and all start, um, felt like the sky was falling. Uh, couldn't get a save um, when they weren't leaving their goaltender hung out to dry. You know, they also couldn't get a save from the goaltender, whoever it was, between the pipes, but. Yeah, Philip Gustafson has, has been one of the coolest stories of of the whole NHL season. Not just from a wild perspective, but you know, from a league wide perspective. Um, this is a guy who came out of nowhere, and he's right up there when you look at any goalie stat um, that you want to. Um, he's right at the top of that list. Um, he's been. You look at his numbers and Lena Tholmark for the Boston Bruins is going to win the Best now. um pretty much running away. Uh, Philip Gustafson's numbers are right there with that guy's, number, you know. So he he has been to say a pleasant surprise isn't even you know contextualizing it the right way. Um, it's been kind of out of nowhere, um, one of the best goaltenders in the league this year uh, is what the amount uh, of Philip Gustafson and and Mark Andre Fleury. I know, uh, you know it, it seems he seems to be a lightning rod for criticism. Like when he has a couple of bad games, it, it seems to be. Uh, can Flurry play anymore? And, you know, yada yada yada. Sure. But, you know, you look at the last game. I, I know he wasn't great against the Flyers, but in seven games before that, um, he didn't lose. So um, it's a good tandem right now, and I think you need a good tandem in, in the modern day NHL. Um, and I think you're going to need both guys to be good if, if if you hope to make a you know a playoff run in here.
1: Damien Zutani covers the Wild for. The Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com, the Wild play the Blackhawks, and uh, they're they're mired uh, near the cellar, a point ahead of San Jose. Uh, they played one fewer game, but, you know, Chicago's in full rebuilding mode and a great opportunity for the Wild to get two more points and, you know, be in the mix to win the division.
2: For sure. Um you should win this game, but they probably should have won Thursday, too. So you you, you can't just go into a game in the NHL assuming the other team's just going to lay down. Um, I think you saw a little bit of a lack of focus on Thursday against the Flyers from the Wild. Uh, Marcus Salino used the word lackadaisical. Um, Dean Evenson said some bad habits kind of creep back into their game. You just can't have that at this time of the year. So. Yes, Blackhawks they stink. They have forty fifty four points. They're they're clearly in rebuilding mode, kind of in the tanks for Connor Beg sweepstakes. Um, but you can't take anyone for granted. If the wild don't come out tonight or this afternoon with, with focus, um, you know, anything can happen. So you should win this game, but they're gonna need to kinda of show up and, and, and prove it, um, to, to get the two
1: points. And then a uh, final thought. Seattle and then Colorado's a couple of good clubs coming up after Chicago and uh, I should also mention Vegas this week so that's a pretty tough week uh for the wild after the Chicago game today
2: yeah I mean if you want to talk about seeding um, or getting ready for the playoffs you feeling you know like you're, you're you're playing the competition that you're going to see in the first round what better way than, than after tonight? Um, you know, you mentioned it. Seattle, Colorado, Vegas, all teams right at the top of, you know, their respective divisions. Um, obviously going to be right in the hunt for, you know, for first round home, home, home ice advantage for either three of those teams. So it, it it's going to be something that I think is going to test a while this week. And I think that's a good thing here heading into, um, kind of the home stretch. I think you want to be playing good teams and be testing yourself against these good teams. Um, where you have to bring your focus night in, night
1: out. Well, Dane, good to visit with you. And uh, you, you got to love these matinees. You get the game in, get the stories filed, and uh, you, you still have a Saturday night.
2: Yeah, I can't complain. Um, we'll be—I think we'll be flipping on that Gopher hockey game in the press box too uh, once the yeah. game is over. So,
1: and speaking of that, we're going to go to Fargo and get a. Get a preview of that one. Minnesota and St. Cloud State uh, coming up later in the day. The winner goes to the Frozen Four. Always uh, enjoy their visits. Thanks, Dane. Yeah, thanks,
2: Steve.
1: Anytime. All right. There he is, Dane Musutani. The Pioneer Press covers the wild, and they get a matinee at 4 o'clock today, downtown St. Paul.
0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.